This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1322, The American Rodeo, Cruel or Good Old Fun. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to take your learning deeper with real-time transcripts and vocabulary practice, download our app on your iOS device. Go to allearsenglish.com slash bonuses. What comes to mind when you think of the American rodeo? Today, let's dive into the nuances of a topic that could be complicated depending on your perspective and learn how to talk about a deeper issue like this one in English. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Hey, Michelle, how you doing today? Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Oh, man, I'm so excited to be on the podcast. Today, we have a really good topic, and I cannot wait to share it with our listeners. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm excited to learn more about this topic, Lindsay. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about the rodeo. <laughs> Ooh, the yeah. rodeo. That's awesome. Rodeo. The rodeo. What comes to mind when you think of the rodeo, Michelle? What comes to mind right away? Um, I guess I just think of I think of horses. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think of, um, you know, like kind of um, not my part of the country, I guess. Yes. Like, I think of more other parts, maybe the West. Mm -hmm, <laughs> um, totally. I'm not really sure where the rodeo takes place, but <laughs> I think of it as like part of American culture, but not like there are many different Americas, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly yeah. how I felt when I lived on the East Coast too. And I still yeah. kind of feel that way in many ways, but exactly. It's not something you see in New York City, right? Or Boston right. or right. Washington, D.C., the Northeast Corridor. Yeah. So I'm not familiar with the rodeo. Yeah. Well, in the last couple of years, Michelle, I've been getting more familiar with it. Shockingly, um, I've yeah. been to a couple of rodeos on my road trip across the country in 2016. That's right. I went to two rodeos, and that's actually where we created our course, Connected Communicator. But just last weekend, I went to the National Western Stock Show here in 
Denver. And this is a wow. tradition for the locals here in Denver. And it draws people from all parts of the mm-hmm. West. It's a huge deal. It goes on for like three weeks. And it was pretty cool to go to a rodeo that was actually not a touristy one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The ones I went to in Wyoming and Utah were more meant for tourists, but this one was actually locals. Wow. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, and Michelle, when I created this episode, I thought we were going to keep it simple. I thought we were going to talk about a phrase that came out of the rodeo and that was going to be it and that was going to be mm-hmm. great. But guess what mm-hmm. happened? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that our listeners would challenge us more than that because I posted a image on Instagram of mm-hmm. one of the events. I think it was the Bucking Bronco event. And we got some really interesting comments from our listeners that made me stop short and think, oh, wait, this is much deeper than a phrase mm. for our listeners today. And I would oh, expect nothing more than that from our listeners. I mean, our listeners want to go deep. In the last couple of weeks, I have been talking with some of our listeners in the website Wizard Club, the ones that were selected to be part of the club. And they've all told me they want to talk about these deeper topics like cultural relativism, Mm. what's okay, what's not, things that are different around the world. They want to go deep in English. Right, Michelle? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised. These Our listeners are extremely high level and extremely intelligent. And I'm not surprised that they want to get into this kind of stuff. They want to get into it and they like to speak their minds. I love that about them. So what were some of the things that you saw in that comment thread, Michelle, from that Instagram update? Yeah, well, I think that was about animal cruelty, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So some people said, you know, rodeos are cruel to animals. Uh, This Mm. is an American habit that should go away, things like Mm. that. And and then other people said that they think of Texas, they think of the Western movies, kind of more the answers I was expecting. But this is great because... Michelle, again, what do you think of when you think of the rodeo? I mean, do you, is the first thing that comes to your mind animal cruelty or is it something else? I mean, what actually comes to your mind? Um, I, um, I mean, if we hadn't been talking about this today, like what, if you snap your fingers and you say rodeo, I think of like, the image of a rodeo like I don't know I think of a cowboy hat (laughs) and maybe like that uh, a horse would be in an upright position Mm -hmm. (laughs) neighing and (laughs) right maybe a lasso right Um, but I mean I I, I don't think that I would have thought animal cruelty right away however I do remember when you mentioned it the first time Mm -hmm. and you were talking about some of the things and I and I and it did come to my mind Mm -hmm. but I also know know that it's not like completely thought of that way by I I don't know it's just kind of something that happens exactly I mean so this is interesting let's break it down and talk a little bit about what exactly happens at the rodeo and then we can talk about the pieces that may be more controversial and today Mm -hmm. we're not trying to figure out what's okay and what's not okay because it's so relative right I mean that's the Mm -hmm. point that's the point of today's Mm -hmm. episode and it's fascinating so so what are so one of the one of the the first events that happened were the bucking horse events where the thing that I struggle with in this event is that they put something they put the horse in kind of a belt that forces them to buck. So I actually mm. thought naively before I went to this rodeo, I thought that they were just bucking broncos, <laughs> mm. that they just buck naturally. That's just what they wanted to do. What is bucking? Bucking. Good question, Michelle. So that means basically to move up and down and they move their hind legs mm-hmm. up and down to try to get the rider off their back. 
right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And this reminds me of when I learned to drive stick shift because the car will buck. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. You can drive stick shift? I can drive stick shift. Yes. Wow. Let's see. I know. I mean, I was born in 1981 and my first car was a 1984 Volvo. So nice. that dates me. But yeah, I can, I'm proud of that fact. <laughs> nah, that's awesome. No, I can't do that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so that's what bucking means. So we have a couple of those types of events, either saddled mm. riders or bareback riders, right? And then mm-hmm. the one event that I really struggled with where I cringed in my seat and I thought, God, this is cruel. This is awful. I can't watch was the mm-hmm. lassoing of the baby calves. And so have mm-hmm. you seen that, how that works, what no. they actually do? No. Yeah, this one is really hard to watch. So you have two men on horses or women, I suppose. And then you have a baby calf, like a, a baby cow, right? That's a calf, mm-hmm. a calves, baby. Okay. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they have a lasso. What's a lasso, Michelle? It's a rope. Yeah. And what they do is they try to rope the legs of the calf and the calf goes down. um, And whoever can do that the fastest wins. They do it in like Mm. nine or 11 seconds. Mm. That I have to say was hard to watch. Do you feel like that would be hard to watch? I do feel like that would be hard to watch. Yeah, that was the worst one. And I feel like they could take that out and we could do away with that. But there are other parts, honestly, of the rodeo that I didn't think were that bad, like barrel racing. Have you heard of that one? Barrel no. racing? See, I don't know anything about this. I'm learning so much. Okay, this is great. This is great. So it's where um, it's the it's only women that do this. And they're riding a horse and they run their horses in like a figure eight around the ring around barrels. And it's who can do it oh, the fastest. Okay. So they're, oh. yeah, yeah. And then the one that I, the other one that I absolutely hated, they called it modern bullfighting. And it uh-huh. was just so stupid. I It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Basically... They have these teenage guys, not teenagers, but boys like in their 20s, dressed up kind of like clowns or in a silly way. And hmm. they let bulls loose in the ring and they have to not get marred by the bull. Oh and my gosh. it is, it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I was like, I hope they get, they get hurt because they deserve it. They're teasing oh. this animal. <laughs> They're teasing this animal. One guy did get it. He got it right in his crotch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Um, yeah. So I think a few parts of the rodeo could be thrown out completely. But, you know, a lot of the question goes to how are these animals cared for behind the scenes? Right? Yeah. 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 It's it's just so I, I think for me, it's just interesting because like really, uh, guys, the U.S. is so different depending on where you are. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking about this whole time. Yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. like, wow, this is so foreign to me. It's almost like a- another country to me, the idea of like going to a rodeo. And exactly. so it's interesting, Lindsay, that you are now like getting to experience this stuff as someone who's not from that culture yes. either and yes. getting to see it through through like this perspective of being like an East Coast city girl, <laughs> yeah. really. And yeah. like how yeah. and what that makes you feel. And, mm-hmm. and like, because I would probably be shocked by all yeah, this. Yeah, exactly, Michelle. That That's the fascinating thing about this episode, right? Because, yeah. you know, when I took my road trip where we built the connected communicator, that was yeah. the goal, right? And that's why I went to a gun show in Amarillo, Texas and talked to people from the NRA. That's why I went to the coast of California to talk to surfers. I wanted to let our our students in that course get different perspectives. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I think that's what we need right now in politics. Because how can we possibly understand the other side? We're so divided right now without actually kind of being immersed in that culture and understanding the whole story. Yeah. No, it's... it's, um it's really easy for people to 
shut off the other side and yeah. just to say, I'm not listening. I don't want to, you know, it's yeah. like really, it's really easy to do that. And just, but I think I, I personally try to at least know what's going on mm. to at least listen or to at least, you know, be, because otherwise it's like, you don't, you, you're not going to understand. You're just going to be like only on your own side. It just doesn't, I don't know. It, it, life doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And then, and then, you know, it, I guess it depends on, I guess it's a very personal thing. Our stance on this, you know, maybe there are some issues that are absolute for us that are mm. always wrong, no matter how they're done, no matter what context it's in. Mm. And then some that are more relative, right? It makes me mm -hmm. think of contrasting this with something like bullfighting in Spain. I mean, what's the core difference right. in your mind between thinking. this and bullfighting in Spain? What, what do you think is the, the core difference? The, uh, the court oh, I, I don't I don't really know I mean I get I, I, I've never been to a bullfight in Spain I was in Pamplona when they had the running of the bulls but I wasn't in the mindset of going to a bullfight yeah because um, I was walking the Camino but I guess they end up killing the bull ultimately oh right it, right so that's that's what I see as the difference as kind of an outsider right so mm -hmm. just and then I think about the idea of eating steak, right? Being in right. like and thinking of animal cruelty at a place like the rodeo, but then going and having a steak dinner. I don't know right. what, what comes to mind when you think about that, Michelle. Guys, today, this topic about the rodeo is a rich conversation topic. If you want to be able to go deeper into topics like these in English, then you should join our Connected Communicator online course. Our system shows you how to have these conversations that you want with native speakers in English. Get started right now at allearsenglish.com forward slash connection. Uh, I'll tell a story. Um, okay, good. So, I mean, I'm not a vegetarian, but I was in uh, Amsterdam, of all places. I mean, mm -hmm. and this is when I was probably mm, 13, 15 years old. Yeah. And um, my my uh, family, we went to eat at a steakhouse and okay. there was um, there was cowhide on the seats. Whoa. And I like as a teenage girl, I started to cry and I refused to eat any any steak there. I just ate corn and rice. <laughs> <laughs> and I still remember to that that to this day. And I mean, again, I'm not a vegetarian, but when when I th when I think about it, I get upset. So in a yeah. way, in a way that relates to this, because I guess people maybe who go to rodeos, they're not thinking of it in that way. They're thinking of it as sport. And yeah. so, but, mm, but at the same time, I mean, I think that like, it's different about food because mm -hmm. meat does provide nutrition. So it's not mm -hmm. just uh, like to watch, you know, right, right, right. Yeah, that's a good point, Michelle. So this is this is great. I love this. And guys, I'm going mm. to if you come back to the blog, I'm going to give you a link to an article that does try to tease out the different sides of this. And what I would love to do is get a rodeo expert on the show. Oh. That would be cool. Because then they could really try to explain to us what actually goes on behind the scenes with these animals. I really really don't know. I mean, a couple of the articles from the BBC written by Lori Robertson, I just grabbed a couple of quotes. It says that they have 60 rules that cover the care and handling of the animals, mm. right? But I don't know what those rules are and how well they're enforced. You know, we just don't mm. know. I mean, ultimately, they're raising these animals for the entertainment of humans, right. which in a sense feels wrong too. So I'm pretty conflicted about it, you know? 
It goes, I mean, I mean, I'm just a few things come to mind that we could explore in the future. Also mm-hmm. the circus. Yeah. Right. Okay. How does that tie in? I mean, in well, I mean, the circus, they, that, I think the elephants were treated mm-hmm. terribly mm-hmm. and other animals mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have it, hasn't the circus stopped? Well, I think in a lot of contexts it has. I think that old model of the circus, like the Barman and Barnum and Bailey yeah. idea, is a little bit antiquated and is stopping or has stopped. Yeah. 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 And I think also um, like dog racing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like greyhounds. Mm-hmm. They, uh, greyhounds. Like I think those things are... I, I think people are starting to not be interested in those things. And then, of course, I mean, the thing that we can't leave out is um, like testing of products uh, Animal animals. testing, yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, that's... Yeah. That's a whole other discussion for another day. I mean, um, I don't know. I don't know if all countries do the amount that we do or if it's something that I Mm. I, I don't know. I I never really thought about like where it's done or if it's more prevalent in some places or not. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of things definitely that uh, it could be perceived as animal cruelty. Yeah. And then I remember I've heard a lot about horse uh, at horse races these days. A lot of horses are getting hurt, especially at a particular track in California that's been happening. Uh, tons of oh. horses are just getting hurt just in the races. Something yeah. about that track. But yeah, I mean, so but it, it was just kind of it was interesting to me because when I think of the rodeo, I think of all the context around it, the Western culture, cowboys, yeah. the history yeah. of America. But when we look at it from the outside, the first thing that comes to mind, whether that's being from New York City or being from another country, the first thing and the only thing that comes to mind is animal cruelty. So I just find that interesting that I want to keep in mind when I think of other cultures, there's so much more to something, right? That's why, I don't know, it's just complex. It's really complex. Right, right, exactly. And I mean, yeah, what what can be thought of as being totally innocent mm-hmm. you know these people like people who are going to the rodeo right are probably not thinking like oh i like to see animals get hurt mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. they're probably not thinking of it in that way maybe they grew up going to the rodeo with their family maybe they you know it's a special memories yes. they had yes. with a parent or with their mm-hmm. friends or whatever and they're not thinking of it in that way exactly. but i think it's i mean gosh this gets into really a lot but like <laughs> no, i mean Um, This could be like a whole rodeo. Rodeo ears English. That's the new show. We're going (laughs) to just talk about things like the rodeo. No, but I mean, once you get educated, I mean, like, I think with the circus, I guess. Okay, so I grew up going to the circus. Mm -hmm. And to me, I would have then I think more and more information. I mean, I could be wrong, guys. So I'd have to research a little bit more about what happened. But like, when you become educated on something, when you realize then, okay, wait, that the animals aren't being treated right, or what you said about Mm -hmm. the horses at the, you know, like, then it's kind of like, okay, well, do you go with the culture? Or do you go with what's right? Right, Um, right, right, right. So that's a a whole other can of worms. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really is. And then once you really make sure you know the facts because who knows like what the truth is right unless you're actually behind the scenes of the rodeo are they really being treated right or are they not are they just saying they have rules to treat them well and are not being treated well so right so really fascinating stuff, Michelle, but let's lighten it up a little bit. I mean, guys, if you have any other ideas that you want us to cover on this show that are kind of more complex like this, and you want to learn how to, maybe you want phrases to go into this, these ty- types of topics, let us know. Send us an email, send us a review, and let us know what you want to be able to talk about, because we know that you want to go deeper in English. That's the point. 
right, Michelle? Definitely. Oh, my gosh. I would love to continue talking about different topics like this. Please, guys, send us your questions. Yeah, this is good stuff. Let's wrap it up with a really on a lighter note, Michelle. Let's wrap it up on a lighter note. And and (laughs) listeners, one fun phrase that actually it's funny because this phrase, ironically, I heard it at the rodeo and Uh. (laughs) and I thought it was hilarious. So the phrase is so what's the phrase, Michelle? It ain't my first rodeo. Or it's not my first rodeo. Yeah. So you guys will hear this all over in American English. And it was funny. We were standing in line getting like corn dogs and pretzels, all the bad food you would eat at a rodeo. And the woman in front of us had bought a lot of things. And the guy that sold it to her was trying to show her how to hold and walk all that, walk, walk with all of those items at the yeah. same time. And she said, I got it. It ain't my first rodeo. And uh, it, was, it was ironic, right? Because we're at a rodeo. Normally, when is that actually used? And what does it mean, Michelle? I mean, I, I it's not always used at a rodeo. Um, I mean, right. I, I I might say it about something like I, I hear it said uh, definitely. Exactly. Um, it basically means it's not the first time I've done something. I'm not. I, it's kind of like I'm experienced in this. It, and exactly. It's that in kind of in a, in a way in a kind of like way with a little bit of a maybe not sarcasm, but in a little bit of a cute way. Yeah, it's kind of cute. It's kind of fun. And just real quick, Michelle, what are some other ways that our listeners could say this? I mean, I might say, for example, I'm all set, right? I'm all set. Um, Mm -hmm. What else do you think? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I got it covered, right? Would be another good one. Or what's another one, Michelle? Um, I know all about it. Yeah, I know all about it. So to show our just real quick, we have a few minutes left. Let's give our listeners a little role play of how they would use this phrase. What do you think? All right, let's do it. Here we go. What's going on? So Michelle, here you're buying a car for the third time, and I'm trying to sell you that car. So I'm a used car salesperson. Okay. You're buying a car. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see how it goes. All right. Oh, hello. Welcome to Vaughn's Cars. (laughs) Oh, thanks. I'm just looking around. Anything in particular you're looking for? Oh, just looking for something with a light footprint, good gas mileage. You know, I'm thinking a lot about the economy in my wallet these days. Oh, well, you know, if you want to save money on gas, have you considered a Tesla? Oh, yeah. I had one a few years ago. You know, the Roadster can do zero to 60 in 1.9 seconds and can get up to 250 miles per hour. Oh, I know. It's not my first rodeo. (laughs) Okay, I see. Well, feel free to look around. Holler if you need help. Okay. Awesome. So again, Michelle, why did you say that in that in that moment? Because I told you that I already had this kind of car, and then you kind of continued to tell me about it. Exactly. You know, (laughs) basically, you know, cars. You've bought three cars in your life. You know, cars. You don't. And you know, I feel like I'll often get explained something, and I just want to be able to say something just to get them to kind of stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. And this is kind of a fun way to do it. Does that drive you nuts when people try to explain something to you that you already know and they just go on and on? Oh, of course. Of yeah. course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so Michelle, what's the takeaway from our for our listeners? We went from a really deep topic to a lighter phrase to end on today. What should we leave our listeners with? Well, you know, it's questionable how how to really look at culture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, how, you know, Lindsay, you talked about cultural relativism mm-hmm. and, you know, how we mm, how something can be ingrained in a culture, mm-hmm. even if it's not may not be right. 
and how we look at these things and how we talk about them. And I mean, it just shows that like, for example, a phrase like this, um, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. So guys, when you are learning new English phrases, it's, you know, also good to think about where do they come from? When you hear somebody say, it's not my first rodeo, what is a rodeo looking into things like this and kind of getting into these deeper conversations. These are really good conversations. And you will impress people if you talk about these things. Oh, for sure. And we know that you guys want to be able to do that to express yourself to show the world what you believe, right? That's what you really want to be able to do in English. And to go even deeper to talk about what is right and what's not right. I mean, even that right in so many contexts is so relative. So, so guys, this is why we built our course for for one thing, the connected communicator, because again, I drove across the US, I interviewed people about gun rights, I interviewed Mm -hmm. people about gay marriage, I interviewed people about food, right? (laughs) Something simple like that. And you get to experience that it's 12,000 miles around the US. Uh, I think it's around 70 plus video lessons of native speakers. Plus, we give you the strategy and the vocab to understand them. So if you want to be at that level of English, then the place to go is to allearsenglish.com forward slash connection. But let us know, guys, if you want us to talk about these topics a bit more, because I think there's a lot here, Michelle. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. Thanks for bringing this to us, Lindsay. And uh, yeah, it was it's a lot of fun. And it really kind of makes you think in a deeper way. It really does. And thanks to our listeners over on Instagram for speaking their mind and for bringing up the nuances of this topic, because clearly it's not simple. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, oh my gosh. Thanks guys for listening. And thanks again, Lindsay. All right, Michelle, have a good one. Talk to you soon. (laughs) You too, Lindsay. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.